This podcast is brought to you by Nerd DC, who offers up a song that tells the story many wrestling fans, including most of us here in the neighborhood, woke up to this morning. Yeah. Time to tell the story of SmackDown. Here we go. This one's for you, Lost in Stereo Liz. Last night, you wrestled in a match that was quite a sight. A big fight. Would Backlash end in flames or paradise? Paradise. We hoped that you would do that thing that we all wanted you to do. You to do. We knew that we shouldn't believe because we are experienced with the E, but we keep going round and round each time. We watched you beat Dean. Wasn't clean, but we still cheered with that one three count. You put down all of our fears, and when you held the belt, We all felt the best we had in years. We love you, AJ Styles. We love you, AJ Styles. With soccer mom hair and you wear that sleeveless vest. Yet in just nine months, you have done more than the rest. And now on SmackDown, you've been crowned simply the best. We love you, AJ Styles. WWE loves AJ Styles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TGIF, let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the book, to get you in the spirit, this is By the Book. So hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the Book. Shooby-doo-wop, wada. Yeah. Hello there, wrestling fans. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and not just because AJ Styles is a world champion in WWE. Let me say that sentence again so that you really understand it. AJ Styles is a WWE world champion. It is a crazy world we live in. 2016 has truly been a phenomenal year. And so I bring you the By the Book Fantasy Booking Podcast. And the entire reason is thanks to uh, New Age Insiders, at New Age Insiders, at Liam NAI, at Bill Neville NAI. I was listening to their Backlash post show, and they were talking about what happens next for AJ Styles. And that got me thinking... 
what does happen next for AJ Styles. And that one thing led to another, and after a brief interruption, to write a Taylor Swift parody, which are words I never thought I would say, here I am with some ideas. I'm going to present to you today five scenarios. That's right, five different scenarios that could get from now to WrestleMania in the booking of AJ Styles. I'm not going to go all the way through WWE. I'm not going to go through every single part and figure out where all the pieces fit. This is going to be a very Styles-centric by the book because we're living in a very Styles-centric world. So, the question is, the big question that we are looking to answer today, my friends, how do we get AJ Styles through his championship reign with the presumption mostly that WrestleMania 33 is going to be John Cena versus AJ Styles for the world title. And again, many of us presuming that John Cena wins title number 16 at that event. So how do you fill the months? It is September. How do you get through the rest of 2016 and the first third almost of 2017 with AJ Styles as champion until he is ready for John Cena. So that's essentially the question. So booking number one is the traditional or what we would consider to be the expected route. I don't think you're going to find a lot of surprises in this one. This is, you know, I won't even call it boring, but it is the the humdrum, which I suppose is another word for boring, so I could call it boring. Uh, this is the WWE doesn't try too hard and just goes with what makes sense approach. We begin with No Mercy in October, and I think we can all agree that this pay-per-view, barring complications, is probably not going to change a lot in any of these scenarios. In fact, it doesn't change at all. No Mercy in October, we will see AJ Styles in a rematch against Dean Ambrose with some sort of gimmick stipulation attached. Uh, AJ Styles did have to use the low blow to defeat Dean Ambrose at Backlash, so whether or not it is a no-disqualification match, an Extreme Rules match, whatever the stipulation becomes. A lot of times in wrestling, the stipulations, it's the name that changes, but essentially the match is the same. That's what's going to happen. October, he faces Ambrose. More than likely, he wins again, thus ending this iteration of Dean Ambrose's championship reign. Which brings us to Survivor Series in November. Now, this is a cross-brand pay-per-view, so a little bit of the pressure is off, but you would expect your world champion to defend his title. And so I imagine we'll see AJ Styles in a match against Bray Wyatt or Dolph Ziggler. Does it matter which one? No, because there's no chance they'll win. AJ will defend his title in some sort of one-off feud against either of these guys who probably will never win a match again. I was going to almost curse there because I'm a little frustrated at the booking of Bray Wyatt, but that's probably another show. You'll hear more about that on this week's DDT Wrestling, I imagine, when I am joined by the one, the only, the sage of the sweet science, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I would also accept... At Survivor Series, I would also be okay with AJ Styles versus Kane in a phenomenal forklift match. Uh, That was another idea from NAI Pod, and the name is just too good. So I give them all the credit in the world for the idea, but this would be an acceptable time for that match at Survivor Series. 
Uh, interesting to note, a little sidebar, could AJ Styles be the one to retire Kane? You know, we all know that Kane wants to go. I don't think he's the type of guy who needs it to be a big spectacle at a WrestleMania. So, I was channeling Dale Jennings there for a minute. Did you catch that? Uh, I enjoyed the weekly wrestling news. I hope you did too. Be sure to uh, listen to Doc Manson's great interview with Dale Jennings, who is a wrestling historian, I believe, former wrestler, uh, but now wrestling historian. Be sure to listen. He was a great guy. I got the chance to talk to him before he sat down with Doc Manson to do the interview. Kind of, you know, got so absorbed in the interview, I'm catching a little bit of his mannerisms. But anyways, I think... AJ Styles could be an interesting guy to retire Kane, and that would make that Survivor Series match all the more interesting. Although, it would be weird to have a retirement match in a one-off feud. Perhaps that's a sixth booking that you could do on your own and send to me at DCMatthewsNAI or at DDTWrestling at gmail.com, and we can chat about that. December. TLC. Interesting to note here, if you haven't been paying attention, Raw is going to get Hell in a Cell. And SmackDown gets TLC, which I actually kind of like. It wouldn't make any sense for both of these uh, gimmick pay-per-views to go to one brand. So the fact that they're splitting it up makes it more meaningful. Having all of these gimmick pay-per-views stacked on top of each other is a bad idea. So, December, TLC. I'm expecting some sort of multi-man TLC match. Uh, you know, maybe this would be where you would put that match with Kane. I'm kind of fantasy booking on the fly here. But I had originally in, imagined some, you know, four-person or maybe even a six-person uh, ladder match. You know, again, this is a SmackDown-only pay-per-view, so that might be seen as a bit much. Get a little water here. But I had said Styles, Orton, Corbin, Wyatt, Ambrose, and Kalisto. And as I'm looking at it, you know, that would be a little much to have those six guys in a single match. Some multi-man TLC match. You know, I actually like the booking that's coming out of my head here a little bit. You know, Kane and AJ at Survivor Series in their first match, and then Kane versus AJ in a phenomenal forklift match, or call it what you will, with a retirement stipulation. That's why I love doing these podcasts. You know, a lot of people are wondering, DC, you began as a writer, now you're doing the podcast. Even Mrs. Matthews, my wonderful wife, has asked, you know, do you miss the writing piece? And part of me does. I enjoy crafting. I certainly enjoyed coming up with the lyrics to uh, both the AJ Styles song you heard at the beginning of this show and here it's a little sneak preview. Well, it's not a sneak preview. It's some foreshadowing here. Uh, there's going to be another song uh, to open up DDT Wrestling this week. So if you're listening to this in order and uh, DDT Wrestling has not dropped for the week of the 12th of September, be sure to listen to that. Another great uh, summer song that I have parodied there. But, you know, and I get my, my writing out that way, but I like podcasting because the conversation, even if I'm talking to myself, uh, flows fairly freely and these ideas kind of just come up into my head. So I'm going to change it. I'm going to call an audible and change this. Forget the multi-man TLC match. Forget Bray Wyatt and Dolph Ziggler. It's not that they matter anyways. AJ Styles versus Kane at Survivor Series. And then in December, 
a gimmick match. I don't care what it is. Maybe it's a TLC match. Maybe it's an Extreme Rules match. It could be an Inferno match, I suppose, though I don't think I've ever seen a good one of those. Uh, And Kane's career is on the line. And AJ Styles adding to his great year, his phenomenal year, perhaps one of the best years we've seen in the WWE, debuts at the Rumble, has a WrestleMania match, has contends for the world title against Roman Reigns, finally wins the title in the summer, and in December, to kind of put a nice little bookend at the end there, retires Kane, one of the all-time greats. Okay, that's a fantastic idea. Thank you, Neighborhood, for helping me come up with that. That brings us to uh, the Royal Rumble. And, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where you're just looking at the SmackDown roster and you're trying to figure out who's left. You know, like I said, Ziggler... And AJ, the matches would be good, but there's no real story there. Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt, the matches would be good, but there's no real story there. The one guy who comes to mind is Randy Orton. We have not seen Styles versus Orton. That would be a pretty good match to watch. So I've booked Styles versus Orton as the SmackDown World title match at the Royal Rumble. And this is the return of John Cena. John Cena makes his return at the Rumble, but he doesn't win it. I think the time is past. For His time is up, it is not now, for John Cena to win a Royal Rumble, but let's say he's the last SmackDown talent remaining. Let's say he's in the Final Four. It's Cena, Rollins, Reigns, and you know maybe it's Triple H, maybe whoever. Uh, but Cena is one of the last guys there. Triple H should never be in another Royal Rumble, by the way, but insert whatever guy you want. Maybe it's Balor, who's also making a return. Would make sense. And you'll see that in a later booking. But Cena returns, he's the last SmackDown talent, so he has a claim to AJ Styles. He was the last SmackDown guy, so you know he has a case to make as someone who could challenge him. Uh, one of the interesting things here is the 2017, to the best of my knowledge, the 2017 WWE pay-per-view calendar has not been released. So I don't know what pay-per-view is in February. I'm assuming it will be a split-brand pay-per-view, but I don't know its name, so it's insert pay-per-view name here. They're going, they're rehashing all of these old ones like Backlash and No Mercy. We should call it Armageddon, I suppose. Let's call it Armageddon, shall we? Armageddon in February. AJ and Orton in a gimmick match because I think we're going to see a lot of these repeating matches as they try essentially to stall for time. And John Cena wins the number one contendership probably in a multi-man match against a lot of the names that you've been hearing me talk about, Ziggler, Wyatt, what have you. Uh, And that leads to WrestleMania, which is John Cena versus AJ Styles for the WWE world title. Again, uh, pretty much an expected route. We took a little detour there as I came up with the Kane idea. Thank you again for your help. But I don't think any of us would be incredibly surprised if something like that were to happen uh, in WWE for the next six to eight months. My booking number two is what I call the mostly expected, yet still very much pie-in-the-sky route. Um, As you'll see why, right off the bat, as we get going, because we don't start in October with No Mercy here, we start in September with Clash of the Champions, because Gallows and Anderson win the tag team titles at Clash of the Champions, and from that moment on, any resemblance to this incredibly stupid trying to be wrestle silly but wind up being wrestle stinky copyright 2016 dc matthews at dc matthews nai wrestle stinky uh team is gone they become the 
unstoppable forces of Monday Night Raw. Once they win those titles, they're taking out everybody. They're going after main event guys. They are just dominant on Raw. Which brings us to October. No mercy. Ambrose in a gimmick match. AJ wins, and he is also dominating. So on these shows, we are seeing... Gallows and Anderson dominate, AJ Styles dominate, and they're starting to not listen to the authority figures. They're not AJ's obviously not listening to Shane or Daniel Bryan. Gallows and Anderson not listening to Stephanie or Mick Foley, doing whatever they want, basically running amok. The club on the separate shows is running amok, and the only way to stop them is for Shane and Stephanie to come together and reunite the shield. I'd like to remind you right now that this is called the mostly expected yet still very much pie-in-the-sky route of booking. The S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, number one, it's still too early, and number two, if you're going to do that, you're not going to waste it on Gallows and Anderson, especially the way they've been booked. But this is what I'm going with here in this version, is Survivor Series, it's a cross-brand promotion, you might as well have some cross-brand wrestling there, in the sense that it's Ambrose and Styles from SmackDown, Gallows and Anderson, Reigns and Rollins from Raw. The Club versus The Shield would be a very exciting thing. You would hope Balor would be in there at some point, but that's not going to happen at Survivor Series. Um, and along with that match, which would obviously main event and would be a Survivor Series-style elimination tag match, you could have a battle for the top contender amongst the others on SmackDown, but it would probably lead to now we'll put in the multi-man TLC match here. And again, name whatever guys you want. Styles is going to win at the December pay-per-view TLC. Let's say this time it's Styles, Orton, Corbin, who should probably be getting a main event push at some point, and this would be a great way to kind of slide him into a main event picture without him having to do a lot of the heavy lifting of being a main eventer if he's in a fatal four-way match. You could do the same thing with Apollo Crews, though he just lost to Baron Corbin, so that's probably not going to happen. You could do it with Kalisto, but he wasn't even on the SmackDown pay-per-view, so that's not going to happen. He might be hurt, I suppose. You could put Ambrose in there, Wyatt Ziggler, the list goes on and on. All right, January Royal Rumble. This is where we get back into the expected portion. The pie in the sky is the club versus the shield, so I don't want to delve too deeply into this. It's exactly the same as the first version. Styles Orton, Cena comes back at the Rumble, is able to lay claim. He doesn't win. February, Armageddon, AJ versus Orton in a gimmick match. Cena wins the number one contendership, which leads you to WrestleMania, Cena versus Styles. Are you all with me so far? Let's all drink some water and regroup. That is some high-quality H2O. In the education world, and yes, I'm going somewhere with this, in the education world, uh, we talk about you know, creating this curriculum and planning lessons, and we want uh, our students to be able to answer and, more importantly, ask the right questions. And we call these things essential questions, the questions that are essential to the lesson or the unit that which you are about to teach. In order to do fantasy booking, you need to ask yourself essential questions. So as after crafting these two relatively easy versions of this fantasy booking, uh, I began to ask myself some essential questions. Number one, 
Isn't it true that SmackDown needs John Cena back sooner than the Royal Rumble? We all agree that the roster is pretty thin. John Cena returning sooner rather than later is probably best for business. And that question leads to another question, as all good questions should. Question number two, if John Cena is going to return to SmackDown sooner rather than later, how can you have him there without him immediately going after AJ Styles? The first moment he's back, he should be going back after AJ, especially now that AJ is world champion. We have to come up with a way in crafting this fantasy booking to keep them apart until the proper time. Which brings us to number three. Does John Cena have to win title number 16 at WrestleMania? Many people say yes. I do not. Tying Ric Flair is great. Beating the Ric Flair record is the big thing. Win number 17 needs to happen at a WrestleMania. I'm not saying the next WrestleMania. I believe, number one, John Cena will be wrestling at WrestleMania 40. And number two, I believe John Cena will win 20 world titles. Yes, I said 20. So number 16 doesn't have to be as big of a deal as other people are making it out to be. It can happen, I submit to you, sooner than WrestleMania. And that brings me to essential question number four, which is where I get to have a little bit more fun with this. Do the WWE rosters have to stay exactly the same between now and WrestleMania? Do all of the Raw talents need to stay on Raw? Do all of the SmackDown talents need to stay on SmackDown? If so, it limits my creativity. But if not, I can play and have some fun. Which brings me, all of those essential questions bring me to booking number three, which is the plan C na route. And I've always said that John Cena should be kept in a glass case, which is the in case of emergency, you know, break kind of thing. Uh, and this is the plan Cena route where they need to bring John Cena in because the roster is so thin. But there is a twist. So. October, no mercy, no different. Styles versus Ambrose in a gimmick match. Styles wins. John Cena makes his return sometime in between October and November. So sometime between no mercy and Survivor Series, John Cena makes his return. He and AJ Styles continue their confrontations and their rivalries, but because Survivor Series is coming up, what Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan do is they book a traditional five-on-five Survivor Series tag, Team AJ versus Team Cena. So AJ Styles' team, you could play around with the people in it, but I went ahead and said it's AJ, the Usos, who I have to tell you, slight aside, I'm really digging as heels, Baron Corbin, and for fun, let's put Bray Wyatt in there. So AJ, the Usos, Baron Corbin, and Bray, there's five. Versus John Cena, Randy Orton, American Alpha, and Dean Ambrose. So that's Cena's five. So it's Styles five versus Cena's five. And in the course of this match, the final two members of Team Cena are Dean Ambrose and John Cena. 
and Dean Ambrose finally turns heel, attacking John Cena, then getting himself counted out and letting Styles team pin Cena and get the victory. So now, remember one of our essential questions here, we had to come up with a way to keep Cena and Styles apart, and if Ambrose turns on John Cena, now John Cena has someone else to go after first before then going after AJ Styles. It's not going to be a permanent solution, but it's going to solve things for the short term. So that leads us to December and TLC, which would have AJ versus Randy Orton. Let's say he becomes the number one contender, it seems likely. And you have John Cena versus Dean Ambrose, because now those two need to feud. And so you've got these four guys, and they all have history, and they all are intermixed a little bit. I suppose Orton and Ambrose aren't, but that's okay. Which leads us to the Royal Rumble, and I would put those four in a fatal four-way match for the SmackDown World title. AJ versus Orton versus Cena versus Ambrose. And that, my friends, is where I would have John Cena win his 16th world title. And I do this for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it keeps it from being John Cena beating AJ Styles for the title. Yes, John Cena will win. Yes, AJ Styles will lose. But they don't. Cena doesn't have to pin or make it Styles tap in order to do so. So it protects AJ a little bit. Uh, plus, again, I don't think 16 is that big of a deal. 16, they're not, you're not going to remember how he won the 16th title. You're going to remember how he won the 17th title. So Cena wins the 16th title. Now Cena is the champion. And so in February, at Armageddon, I've booked a very first match, the very first match of its kind, John Cena versus AJ Styles in a match that I call a face-that-runs-the-place match. Essentially, what I would consider this is, is a loser-leaves-town match. The loser of this match has to leave SmackDown. Both of these guys have become in Cena in the long term, Styles in the short term, uh, the face of SmackDown. So they fight in a match where the loser can't be on that brand anymore, and that I would have Cena win. Cena does pin Styles, getting the last laugh in air quotes, but he doesn't take the title off of him. And I don't think anyone's going to complain because this frees up AJ to go to Monday Night Raw. And as the boys on NAI Pod talked about last night, all of the guys we really want to watch AJ Styles wrestle are on Raw. So WrestleMania 33, take your pick. AJ versus Owens for the Universal title. AJ versus Rollins for the Universal title. AJ versus Cesaro in a it's just good kind of match. Okay, I suppose that one would be a little bit of a letdown, but... AJ has a much better shot of having one of those epic sort of matches that we're all hoping for if he gets to go to Raw. So, this is still tracking Styles to WrestleMania, but he doesn't hold the title the entire time. But we could have, by April of 2017, he's now the Universal Champion. So he won the World and Universal title all in the span of six, eight months. Not a bad way to go. I have another essential question. Uh, because I don't know what John Cena's end game is here. 
Uh, it seems like he, you know, he's taking time off to make this TV show, but also I read some interviews in preparation for today's By the Book uh, that indicate that he might be tired and just kind of in need of a, I think he called it a sabbatical. And of course, he would answer the call if WWE needed him to, but I suppose the question is, does SmackDown Live need John Cena? Is there a way to provide enough challengers without him? Which brings me to booking number four, and they talked about this on the podcast. This is known as the Samoa Joe route. October, no mercy. He beats Ambrose, AJ beats Ambrose. And also somewhere around there, whenever the next takeover is, I'm assuming it's in October, so I suppose it could be in November, uh, Joe finishes up his NXT career, losing again to Shinsuke, I also think in some sort of gimmick match, probably the first of its kind. And then, at some point in this time period, Samoa Joe makes his SmackDown debut and immediately goes after Styles because, as we all know, there's quite a lot of history there. That leads us to November in Survivor Series, Joe versus Styles number one, which would then, of course, lead into December, TLC, Joe versus Styles two in a TLC match, which I hope you all got the goosebumps the way I did when I thought of that, because that will be delightful. Again, I can't seem to shake the idea that Styles needs to face Orton, so Orton wins the number one contendership at TLC and the Royal Rumble again. Styles versus Orton. And again, a lot of this is the same here in this version of it. Cena returns at the Rumble, lays claim to the title. He doesn't win, but lays claim to the title. And that leads us to WrestleMania, AJ versus Cena, yet again. It's hard to picture a world, although I did it in booking number three, and I think I'll do it again in booking number four, or five, rather, excuse me, where AJ doesn't face Cena at WrestleMania. You know, you could spend time here. I, I tried not to because I wanted to keep this as style-centered as possible, but you could consider the likely opponents for John Cena. It's Styles, Undertaker, Roman Reigns. Those are the three guys he is most likely to face at WrestleMania 33. Reigns, it's going to be tricky to pull off unless Cena were to win the Rumble and go after Reigns. Reigns wins the Rumble and goes after Cena. All of that kind of stuff. Harder to do. Um... So I'm going again with AJ versus Cena, and I don't think anyone would really complain about that. It doesn't seem like it anyways. That brings us to booking number five, and this is where I get to have my fun because this is the DC Matthews route. This is where I just book it the way I want it, and I can bend and break the rules as I see fit. October, you know what happens in October. I'm not going to explain it again. November. Now, in a previous episode of By the Book, I believe I talked about my idea for Survivor Series, which is a bragging rights-style pay-per-view, Raw versus SmackDown, and there has to be stakes. So I had originally, I think, said the winner gets you know the first draft pick. I'm changing it a little here. So the overall winner of bragging rights, Survivor Series, Survivor Series, colon, bragging rights, which will be in Toronto or Canada, I think Toronto, just in case you're curious. The winner gets to pick talent from the losing side. Uh, 
So if Raw wins, they get to take some talents from the SmackDown roster, and if SmackDown wins, they get to take some talents from the Raw roster. I know what you're thinking. DC, doesn't that stipulation alone immediately mean that SmackDown wins? Yeah, probably. If you want to come up with a better idea, feel free. Uh, There's two options here that I can think of. Number one is you do your world champion versus your universal champion, in which case it's AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens in what is officially known as a shut up and take my money match. Or you do Team Raw versus Team SmackDown and your champions kind of shepherd the teams, lead the teams, control the teams, captain the teams was the word I was looking for. Styles, Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and perhaps a one-night-only return of John Cena, coming back just for that one night to carry the banner of SmackDown, versus Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Rusev, and, let's say, because it would make it more meaningful, Brock Lesnar. And somehow... SmackDown wins. I'm not going to go into the details of how SmackDown were to win, but SmackDown wins. Maybe Reigns and Rollins can't get along. Again, I said I wasn't going to go into the details. Stop asking me to. Jeez, people. Appreciate what I'm giving you. Either way, SmackDown wins, and they get to bring talents over, and I'm going ahead and saying they get to bring, let's say, two. And the two that I would pick would be Cesaro and Sami Zayn, because this is the way I'm booking. If you want to bring other people over, go ahead. I'll listen to your podcast. December is TLC. Again, I'm stuck on this multi-man TLC match, but now you can add Cesaro and Zayn to the mix. So Styles, Orton, Cesaro, Zayn. Styles, Cesaro, Zayn, Wyatt, Orton, Ambrose. Take your pick. Put four to six guys in a TLC match for the title. People are happy. Now, I've finally been able to break from Randy Orton here because the match I want to see is AJ Styles versus Cesaro for the world title. And part of me wants Cesaro to win, but as even that this is my ultimate fantasy booking, I can't go that far. I can bend the rules, I can break the rules, but there are some things that even I, the all-powerful DC Matthews, just can't do. At the Rumble match itself, John Cena returns. And you think, here we go, this is the similar kind of booking DC's been doing, I'll show. But instead, at some point, the lights go out, and the gongs hit, and John Cena is distracted somehow by The Undertaker, who seems to be obviously going after John Cena. And John Cena gets eliminated. Because I really would like to see John Cena versus Undertaker. I, there's been a story there for a while. There was some very minuscule moment of, I think it was a Monday Night Raw, John Cena was cutting a promo and he said something, and it very much seemed like he was taking a little subtle shot at The Undertaker. And since then, I've wanted the two of them to lock horns. I do not need John Cena to retire The Undertaker, but I would like to watch that match. Who wins the Royal Rumble? I hear you asking. If John Cena isn't there, and this is your booking, who would you have win? Well, my answer will surprise you, but I'd have Finn Balor win. Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? I'm not a big Finn Balor fan, but I like this booking. He returns at the Royal Rumble, and he wins. 
And then he goes after AJ Styles on SmackDown. So he wins, and he can pick the champion. And I believe Doc Manson and I talked about this on the air, in fact. One of the exciting things about the brand extension was having the Royal Rumble winner pick the champion from the opposite brand. It was kind of a, you know, a get-out-of-brand-free card where you could immediately cross over. So Finn Balor goes to SmackDown and decides to go over the Sm- after the SmackDown title. Now, why, you may be asking, why wouldn't he immediately go after Rollins in the Universal title? Obviously, there would be something over those few months in which we were learning more about AJ Styles and his long and storied career, and we'd hear about the club, and he would be talking about how you know, he was the only guy that made the Bullet Club meaningful, and da 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 and, you know, before he got there, the Bullet Club was nothing, and now he was... So, all of a sudden, Finn Balor's hearing these kind of pot shots taken against him, and so he goes to SmackDown to challenge. Obviously, I see the need for SmackDown to get more talent, just like many of you do. This is another way to do it. Uh, so... February, Armageddon, you do have to book something for that pay-per-view. I'm booking a six-man tag, because I want to see it, and it's AJ Styles and The Revival, the greatest tag team in the world today, taking on Finn Balor and American Alpha, another very good tag team in the world today, and that match is just for fun. That match is just because I want to see it. And it has those guys going after each other without having a mat, an official one-on-one match, which leads to WrestleMania 33, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles for the world title. Who wins? The fans. Who loses? Nobody. And that's my booking, ladies and gentlemen. And that, amazingly enough, is going to wrap up this edition of By the Book. I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed hearing all of these ideas. You may feel free to contact me at DC Matthews NAI, DDT Wrestling at gmail.com. Do you like any of these? Do you not like any of these? I, you know, I'm, I'm not asking you to give me every single problem with all of my booking. Many of you will do it anyways. I love you for it. It shows you're passionate. So feel free to contact me about these. If you have ideas that you think are better than these, I'm sure that they're there. Please send them to me. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to discuss it with you. I'd love to have a conversation with my friends in the neighborhood about the world of professional wrestling. There truly is nothing better than that. This has been By the Book. My name is DC Matthews, at DC Matthews NAI. And until we meet again, my friends, let's all walk around the neighborhood in style. Be sure to check out all the great podcasts on the DDT Wrestling feed, including the flagship show, DDT Wrestling, and the weekly wrestling news. If you can't get enough podcasts, and I know that you can't, check out the NAI Network. Rant with Ant, The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, and DDT Wrestling's own A Private Earful. Also, head to ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders to get all of that sweet, sweet merch.